Welcome to Coaching with Caroline, the extras. When the voice notes just weren't cutting it anymore, I've moved on to longer form content to bring you my take on the health and fitness space. I work predominantly with busy working professionals and strive to weave their aesthetic and performance goals around their often hectic lives. For those of you who know, I have a nine to five background in the design world myself, and I'm now a full-time personal trainer and online coach based in Scotland. My aim with the podcast is to bring notable voices together from as wide ranging fields as possible, all in the pursuit of sharing knowledge and exchanging ideas. I hope you enjoy this episode and as ever, I'd love if you could share the podcast or reach out to me personally. Let me know you found it useful. Let's get our message heard. Enjoy this episode. Hi, how are you? I'm uh, I'm changing my intro. I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. Today on the podcast, I am joined by Kirsten McDermott, Minnie McD, who should be a familiar face, a familiar voice, familiar face. You know what I mean? If you have recapped on any of the podcasts, you will know Kirsty very, very well. We are back for round two. For those of you who do know, we were meant to both shoot together uh, with AK this December. So we should have actually been going into our final, final week of prep, our final few days of prep. Um, unfortunately, that is not happening now until February. So stay tuned for the Valentine's shots pending. Um, so yeah, so we, um, uh, we decided we would come on and talk before about what our prep had been like, what dieting had been like, what we'd learned, what we well, we've learned nothing because we're not doing it. So instead we're having a very, very chilled Christmas themed chat. Honestly, we chatted both before and after this call and while we're recording sounds pretty much the same as when we're just, just chatting between us. So as I say, very, very informally, very relaxed. Here is my chat with Kirsty, Minnie McD, McDermott, all things Christmas, goal setting, and yeah, just her plans for 2021. Enjoy this. Oh, and I'm changing the intro because someone told me this year, oh, when you chat on the podcast, you sound really, really like Mrs. Doubtfire. And I've just heard it. It's the hello, isn't it? Yeah, so that is getting binned. Um, enjoy this. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'm joined by Kirsty Minnie McDee McDermott. This is actually round two of the podcast. For any of you who have not had the pleasure, go back and listen to the first episode. Kirsty, I think you're possibly one of my very first guests that took the plunge um, and joined me. Um, but we're back again for round two. How are you? How's everything going? Everything is fantastic. I'm very, very well joining you from sunny Fuerteventura. Not to sound boating <laughs> at all. <laughs> while you're sitting, whilst I can see you with a Christmas tree sparkling away in the background and I have, you know, <laughs> the light bouncing off my swimming pool. <laughs> so we're sitting on Zoom. I'm sitting at the Christmas tree. It's flashing away. It's dark outside. I've got a blanket over me and you're sitting beside a pool with the best tan. I got mine from the sun shack. You literally <laughs> got yours from... <laughs> I can see that um, suntan lotion behind you. Um, you look great. <laughs> Thank <laughs> <So>. you. <laughs> um, you're out in Spain. How have things changed since we last spoke? Gosh, well, what happened? So last time we spoke, we were in lockdown one. Yeah. No gyms, home training. Then we have had a period where gyms were open, which was fantastic. It was so, so good just to get back into the gym post 
lockdown, um, back into like, a proper gym, not having to go to these secret gyms and all these underground <laughs> criminal activities. And you're sitting like, quickly, quickly, let's get some reps done quickly before you know we, <laughs> we get shot down. Um, so f- training was fantastic. Um, did a cut, um, what was it, about eight week cut for a photo shoot. And then boom, back into lockdown two down in Glasgow. So obviously our gyms were shut. Um, so I jumped on a plane to Spain where gyms are open. As you do, this is literally As you do. the highest degree of commitment. She will fly <laughs> on the leg first. She will do. Yeah, pretty much. So um, no, Chris, if um, anyone has not listened to the first episode, you are a full-time lawyer, full-time mm-hmm. bunny, and she manages to uh, juggle everything. So you're a bikini competitor, um, but you also have a full-time um, job, a real job. Um, we talked about that in the first episode. As I say, anyone else, anyone who's interested, go back and listen to that. That'll give you a real insight into how to how to actually juggle that. Um, but things really have changed. Do you want to talk about it? Yes. So since then, I think we touched on this briefly in the last one as well. Um, during lockdown one, I ended up being furloughed um, from my job as a solicitor and I finally decided to go ahead and do my PT qualification. So since then, I have qualified as a level two gym instructor and a level three personal trainer. And I have launched Mini McD PT um, and clients will start, um, I'll start taking on clients one-to-one from a gym come January 2021. It's so, so exciting, she takes the plan. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm so, so pleased with you. There's no one better to be, um, you have so much experience yourself and you've been coached mm-hmm. uh, over a number of years now, gym experience, and yeah, you're going to love it. Jump on the bandwagon. And I know, I'm excited. We're um, <laughs> laughing, I'm sure we talk about this, we're laughing before about um our parents' reaction to us leaving behind quote-unquote real degrees to go on the, <laughs> the PT bandwagon. But, mm-hmm. you know, you'll smash it and you'll make a, make a success of it. And um, Chrissy, you. you were talking about the um, the shoot that was lined up that we were both supposed to do. We should probably say that was due to be next week. That was good. Yep, next Friday. So we didn't tomorrow. So we were in line to shoot with AK. That was a bit impromptu. We hadn't organised that on the last one, had we? No, uh, we organised it quite soon, uh, just after. Gosh, could you imagine if we were just a week out now, we'd both, oh this podcast God. would be a lot more, <laughs> would it be so cheery? <laughs> well, actually, that was the point, wasn't it? We were going to get together to talk, basically, after about the experience, how we'd found it, but mm. now it's not on. We'll just, we'll just have a chat. We'll, we'll have to do that up. again come February. <laughs> we'll have to be around three. Um, but we February. were due to be in a, we would have been absolutely at the end of our tether by now. Um, although in saying that, anyone who I've shown photos of the shoot style has kind of raised their eyebrows and been like, oh, really? Because <laughs> um, it's not a conventional fitness shoot, was it? No, it's not. It's a bit more daring, a bit more out there. Um, Insta-friendly, just. <laughs> just not, not to show to your dad. But yes. <laughs> Insta-friendly, not Facebook-friendly, I would say, where you've got all the family. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, what's the appeal of that? Um, for you, for a different kind of shoot, did you feel like you wanted a, a different challenge, something new, something fresh? Yeah, just I think something a wee bit more daring, a wee bit more exciting. Obviously, now done the bikini competitor, that um, sort of thing. Um, 
yeah, just something a wee bit different. Obviously, I've now done a couple of studio shoots as well, and this is just something else a wee bit more different. Yeah, so AK, if anyone have a little Google of, um, or Instagram of AK stuff, it's all quite, um, well, I bought more underwear in the last two months than I have, literally, <laughs> in about two years. So all this nice underwear and nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> all good we're um we're rescheduled it's not been cancelled it's just been rescheduled till the first of february so for you that works out pretty well you can enjoy your holiday for me i'll mm -hmm. be cutting with my own photo shoot girls come 2021 so i've already said to them it's going to be hell for them when i'm like well if i'm doing cardio you're doing it with me kind of thing. <laughs> but um yeah we're rescheduling it's not been cancelled so valentine's themed shoot instead of definitely um, but very much looking forward to that. Um, yeah, what else is going on? Any any other gossip for us? Any other news? Any other gossip? Any other news? So, well, my baking. I think we touched on over. Well, but yeah, that as well. Um, so, yeah, did a photo shoot with Ian Barclay just when was it two weeks ago? So, finally got round to that. That had been organised. I organised that for myself. Um, just kind of because I was in a bit of a funk during lockdown one. Um, and spent all my time baking, which is now transferring into mini McBakes, mm -hmm. um, which is a success as well, which I'm happy about. So booked a shoot with Ian. Um, I just couldn't really get get myself into the zone. Obviously, lockdown one kept going on and on and on. We didn't have gyms open mm -hmm. for ages. Um, but eventually, we got a date for gyms, got a solid date in the diary with Ian, and just absolutely pushed um, to do that shoot. So... It was fantastic. Um, that was the first time I've properly cut, not for a show. Mm -hmm. So we did, me and my coach, Caitlin, we did a different style of cut for that. So it was more an If It Fits For Macros um, style approach. Stairmaster, I used for a week, the week the gyms opened up. I was like, get me on Stairmaster, get me on Stairmaster. Then a week of Stairmaster, then I was like, no, no, get me off this. <laughs> so we did different cardio. It was all incline walk the whole cardio. It was uh, an If It Fits For Macros style up until the last couple of weeks, in the last couple of weeks, I then went on to meal plan, um, just kind of for some final tweaking. But it was nice to to do that if it fits your, your macros approach, because previously when I've done competition preps, it's always been a meal plan. And I've just always been stunned with the meal plan because I'm fed up eating the same things day in, day out. And I always thought it'd be better enough for the if it fits your macros approach. Whereas actually when I was doing if it fits your macros, I realised that actually I quite like meal plan. Um, so no, that was good and that was a success. And then I think between me and my coach, we've both learned a lot for going into the next prep next year as well. So that was good. And then photo shoot was fantastic. So much fun. First time shooting with Ian and he was a joy to work with. Really enjoyed it. So you get the show as well as the, <laughs> as well, yeah. as, don't you? you get the, and yeah, how did you choose your photos? It's so difficult when so, you get all the edits. Yeah, so 289 photos. Um, I was supposed to, you know, manage to whittle them down to 10. I got them down to 30, so I've got 30. Wow, well, that's your content for the whole year yeah. done. Amazing. <laughs> um, sorry, if you just go back to, in terms of the if it fits your macros approach versus meal plan, did you find the kind of the flexibility more stressful? Yes. Um, I think meal plan, you, you know what's going to be there. It's just easier and you can come in, you know. my Since gyms have opened and working from home, I used to be, I probably touched upon this in the previous podcast, um, back when I was working in the office, I was a morning gym person. So I'd be at the gym at five o'clock every morning. 
now that I'm working from home, I'm now training in the evenings. Um, so getting to the gym about six, half six at night, not home till half past eight, nine o'clock um, at night. So then, you know, when you're sitting going, oh, right, what do I want to have to eat? It was a bit mm, <laughs> sort of piecing piecing together. You go over at the fridge, right? There's a wee bit of ham, right? I'll have some yogurt, all right? Mm. Okay, I'll have some oats. I'll have had, I had a meal plan. grams of cheese because that's yeah. what You know what I mean? That's what I fish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, was, yeah, on prep, obviously, you could come in and the food's already there. It's prepped and you can just kind of whack it in the microwave. Um, but no, it was good and I learned a lot about what works for me as well and what works for my body. Um, so it was a good approach to take. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, I'm not um, Since we, our shoot got rescheduled, I actually took the plunge and went, right, okay, I'm going to get a coach. Um, so this has been the first time that I've worked with anyone for a year and a bit. And actually, I'm on a meal plan at the moment. And honestly, we spoke about this before I jumped on the call, but the weight that feels like it's been lifted is mm -hmm. just, I can't even describe it. It's just like someone else doing your training, someone else worrying about your food. All I have to do is cook it. And it's yeah. just like, wow. It's just, I don't know, it just feels so like half, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. It's like- You I, get to have a whole like two bits of bacon, not one point, whatever. I know, <laughs> but it's just the stress of like not having to think about anything past this week. Does that make mm. sense? Like you just do, yeah. you just do the day. And that's it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Because like I say, I have trust issues. I think that's what they become like. <laughs> it's nice to compare what you would do versus someone else as well, though. Um, and I think that's always going to inform your own coaching style and your own yeah. training too, which is great. So we'll see where that goes. Um, in terms of things being moved and obviously you mentioned there the gyms were gifted back to us and then Glasgow thrown into lockdown too and then you've vacated a lot of a little bit of adversity going on and barriers and hurdles such as 2020 um how have you been dealing with that mindset wise how kind of strategies are you putting in place at the moment to deal with all the ups and downs and roundabout and I don't advocate leaving the country as, as that's not what I'm going for with this, but you know what I mean. Um, oh gosh, this year it has just completely thrown us all off kilter, I think. But it's made us realise, you know, how resilient and adaptable we all are. I mean, my training work-life balance has been completely turned upside down. I now get a long lie, a two-hour long lie every single morning. No longer have to set an alarm at twenty past four, but you just, you just got to take it for what it is. Sitting complaining every single day isn't going to get get us anywhere at all. We just have to accept the situation and just adapt. And we've all come this far. We've all survived. And yeah. Head down and get on with it. Any practical yeah. things you're doing to kind of stay on top of things? Training and nutrition, obviously, aside. Anything else you're just implementing or making sure that you do each day? I'm just making sure that I'm getting into a routine, setting up new routines, setting up new good habits. Um, I even did this, you know, during lockdown. Um, and even the whole time I was furloughed, every single morning I was just getting up, getting out of the house, getting some fresh air. And I just make sure that I get into that habit really and set myself up well for the day. I've actually, there's someone I've seen who, on Instagram who was, you know, back working from home and he was saying that he'd spoken to his coach and he noticed that 
before going to work, obviously you'd get up in the morning and you'd go to work and you'd be able to get out and about the house, maybe get some steps and some exercise in. Whereas obviously you're working from home and, you know, the temptation's there to, you know, snooze the alarm till half past eight, quarter to nine, roll, yeah. roll out of bed and sit at your desk in your jammies. And his coach implemented a fake commute to work. So still get up at the same time and actually just go out and get a walk and get exercise and build those good habits. And that's probably what I've been doing as well. And even this morning, actually, I'm back to work today, albeit working from Spain. I made sure I just went, no, I'm going to get up at half past six. I'm going to go out a walk. I'm going to do my fake commute and just get into those habits. So, yeah, just making new habits and routines, really. Yeah. I'm doing the fake commute with my parents. <laughs> so we're literally like, how many steps would you have done between the walk from X to Y? And those are the steps that they do before they sit down at the desk. Because you know what it's like. like actually, that feeling of rolling out. If I ever have to do the first batch of check-ins in my pajamas, like it's just, it's just, you don't feel like you're there. No. You know what? It's no. just, you're not there a hundred percent. I'm okay. So practical things, anything that you are listening to or filling your brain with, that's kind of giving you a little bit of a boost. Um, honestly, just so busy. Um, but, Do, you you think know, it is Do you think it's keeping yourself busy and keeping yourself focused on upcoming goals that's making you kind of drive forward and not really dwell yeah. on what's going on now? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you've got to be busy. I'm not someone who can sit still, which I think a lot of us who go to the gym are quite guilty of. And especially because there is nothing to do. The fact that I'm keeping myself busy, my diary is full from, you know, the crack of dawn. When I get up, I'm, I'm up, I'm out, I'm doing a walk, I'm working, I'm then out at lunchtime getting steps, I'm then going to the gym straight after work um so keeping myself busy so I'm not getting bored um but then whilst I'm obviously on my walks you know talking about what I'm listening to various podcasts obviously the coaching with Caroline podcast <laughs> um, I've seen screenshots you're always screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> um so just making sure you know that I'm getting out, I'm getting everything done and I'm still learning as I'm on the go and then it's been nice also whilst I'm here to have a wee bit of downtime and to plug in and listen to audiobooks and podcasts and get a bit more of that, more of that. done as well during the day. Um, one of the things you said there, people that go to the gym tend to be of a kind of particular mould or perhaps they have certain characteristics that kind of present themselves across the board. One of the things that you seem to have is a really great network of people around you that have mm. similar goals and yeah. you tend to gravitate towards and have around you people that you bounce off well from and you get motivation from. Is that really, really important to you? Is that something that helps? Definitely, definitely. Um, for me, because I think I've now been involved in the gym and the industry, I would guess, um, through competing for so long, it's now for me more comes down to discipline mm-hmm. um, that I'm just so disciplined in my training, but don't get me wrong. There's still days where I'm like, I don't I want to go to the gym. Can't really be bothered, but it's nice to know and to go and I've got my friend Kat, um, who I pretty much train with every single day and just having someone there to, to spur you on, especially I think in at home just now with the dark nights, you know, you finish work at five o'clock and it's dark, feeling rainy and cold. The last thing you actually want to do is sit and put on, your gym kit and leave the house and drive yourself to the gym whereas it's good to have people there who you're going to meet who hold you accountable and actually the gym's also probably one of the only places you can actually go certainly in Glasgow I think it's probably one of the places you can go after 6pm just now so it's really nice to go and um, be able to socialise there it has been the biggest social 
aspect of my life for the past since they, they opened back up at the end of August. It's the only place I've really been able to go and socialise and see people. So yeah. that definitely helps. For sure. And in terms of a training partner, is that how you personally prefer to train with someone else yet? Sometimes the days when we're lacking motivation, um, we both spur each other on. There'll be days, you know, fortunately there's never days where we both can't be bothered with it. Um, that'd be a disaster. But there's days, you know, if she's not feeling it, and I'm like, come on, come on, come on, one more set, one more set. Um, or likewise, you know, she'll push me if I'm struggling. But then some days you get those sessions, you just you want to go in headphones in and just absolutely smash it out yourself. So. I've got a good wee mix of both, so probably kind of train half and half, half the time with her, half the time um, by myself. Yeah, no, I like that. Um, I think it's, and would you, what about someone who doesn't particularly, they don't think they know anyone at the gym or they would, they would train with someone if they knew, um, you know, what, any advice that you would give someone who kind of, I don't know, how do you find a training partner? There's not a Tinder for how that. How do you find training? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess almost sort of in the way that we, you and I met, really, um, we both went to the gym um, similar times, you know, we saw each other all the time. You do, you just kind of over time, you know, begins with, you know, the head nod, <laughs> you acknowledge yeah. each other when you walk past and then you maybe add in a wee wave and then, you know, you start adding in a wee, oh, good morning, how's it going? Yeah. And you just get into the gym, get your face there, get familiar with people and then just kind of naturally over time you will just begin to connect with folk and talk to people um, as well. I'm fortunate that the gym I train at, mostly Future Fitness is a very, very, very friendly gym mm -hmm. uh, and everyone does know everyone. They've got a huge welcoming front desk. I know it can be a bit more difficult in gyms um, such as like your pure gyms or uh, your exercise for less, whereas you maybe don't have that front desk and that's predominant staff presence. Um, really, but you do, you just begin to get to know people, you train at similar times and just naturally, um, yeah, you get known around about the gym and you I think get being buddy. open as well, isn't it? Like being actually approachable and that can be as simple mm. as just not having, you know, head down all the time or looking really, really grumpy or, you know, just small things mm. or I really like those leggings or you've got no idea what something yeah. what it can be like. Exactly, exactly. Even off. just, you know, Mm -hmm. that put yourself out there you know if you see someone you admire you know you like their leggings or you know you think that they train hard or you know what you can see that they're really really working and their bum looks fantastic or their shoulders look fantastic give someone a compliment go, you know what I see you're in here every day you know you're training hard look at your shoulders look at you you look amazing and even just the odd be compliment which boosts them it boosts you and then that's how you get chatting to someone and yeah, I think so. I think there's a bit of a misconception in the gym that girls are looking at each other and like, oh, she must be looking at me because, you know, she doesn't like my whatever. She's probably looking mm. at me because she's really, really impressed at what you're doing. Sometimes there'll be girls in the gym yeah. and I'm just like, holy hell, that's insane. like amazing. Good on you. Whereas they might yeah. think, oh, she's being a right bitch. Like she's, and I'm like, I'm actually yeah. looking at you thinking you look insane. Like, holy hell, wish my ass looked like that. So again, it's, I think we are really quick to jump to the, she's being a total whatever, insert expletive here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think just being open, the odd smile goes a very, very long way in a gym space that's predominantly mm -hmm. male. And um, particularly in the yeah. kind of weights area, I think any girls yeah. have the balls to, do their thing there is um, commendable and just yeah I wish it went on a little bit more mm. no definitely I think the I got a compliment a few weeks ago when I was in the gym and it was from a female personal trainer actually and she complimented my training style she went you're in here every day you train so hard 
and your bum looks amazing. And do you know what? Do you know how amazing that made me feel? A compliment, especially from another girl. It's and it means more than a guy. So much more to you than a guy. Because <laughs> a guy's like, oh, okay, you're training. You've got a good bum. You're like, ah, okay then. Nice, they have got it the way. Yeah. Girl, exactly. You're actually like, oh my god, she must really mean that. She doesn't want to sleep with me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Twenty twenty one goal setting. Um, last week I did a different check in with my clients, which is a, a fairly long winded process where we look at the the year as a whole. Think of it as like you know when they do those TV programs like the year in review kind of like and they go through all the. <laughs> It was basically that, but a check-in. So so what happened in the year? So for you, 2021, do you goal set well in advance? Do you plan? Do you, how do you do it? No, I'm quite guilty of not intending to go with the flow. I saw your check-ins last week and what you're putting on social media about your goal setting with your clients. And I was like, eek, I've not done any of this. Okay, I'm just forwarding um, this email to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, no, I'm not a big planner that way. I mean, I've obviously got goals. I've set down what it is I want to have achieved. Um, you know, I've got a goal that I want to achieve in January. I've got goals that I want to achieve March, April time. And I've got a big end of year goal nothing that they're all quite fluid nothing's completely set in stone um but I just think this year if this year's taught us anything is that yeah. we can't completely plan uh, absolutely everything um but no I've got a few ideas and things to work towards but yes fluid yeah. <laughs> no absolutely and I do agree with you I think in the, the realms of what will be a new business that you're basically opening mm-hmm. you do need to have that degree of okay well there's so many variables here how can I cement anything and um, but mm. i think you're right in having almost certain anchors and therefore work yeah work. and i'll do that with the girls like we might go set for you know march then another something in april and may but the april and may ones will be dependent on how the march one panned out does that make sense so we'll blueprint yeah. and we'll forecast mm. for it but always with a massive caveat of okay well we'll see how these go and this is what we'll have to do mm. in how can I plan a diet for you in July when we don't know how you're going to reverse out of a March diet? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, exactly. I think it's having those points of reference. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah, the headers are there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but be willing to, you know, be human and change yeah. those plans if they need to. And like you say, it's been so unpredictable the last little while. You, you can, do you know what I mean? You can invest fully. Mm-hmm. Exactly, so... And then I think especially, you know, I, I, my plans are for, you know, my PT business to take off come January, but we don't know, we could be back in a lockdown come January. So then mm-hmm. the short-term plans for March will have to kind of be pushed back. They won't be stopped, but they will, might have to be pushed back. But. And then what are your metrics for kind of success? If you were to, do you know what they are? Like if you were going into something, would you know what it would mean to be successful in something, wherever that goal was? I know what I want to achieve and I've got my targets that I want to mm. achieve. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty blank, like yes or no, like weight loss or whatever, shoot, whatever that may be. They're pretty easy to measure. Yeah. I've got some, you know, definite targets and I've kind of got some, you know, um, that are maybe, maybe more flexible, but mm. yeah stuff in there and um, why do you think people avoid setting goals in the first place why do you think they shy away from the whole process they're not committed 
two of them really um it's a difficult one um just don't want to let themselves down really or they know that they'll let themselves down i think mm -hmm. um I suppose it's a bit like the new year's resolutions i mean how many people set new year's resolutions and then a week later <laughs> they've <laughs> not stuck to them um, it's at all, all based on past behavior isn't it so it's all based mm -hmm. on i think i didn't expect you to say that that you didn't think people would be committed enough that's actually very very true people don't follow through on goals because they don't mean enough don't they mm -hmm. Generally, yeah. I find that it's more because people are scared to set them because they'll fail or they think yeah. they'll fail or based on historic behavior when they've yeah. previously failed, they will feel like they'll do that again. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that's a good point, actually. If you don't care enough about the initial goal, of course, you're not going to follow through with it. Yeah. And that was actually one of the most savage things that I got, <laughs> I got said to me this year, actually. Um, back, you know, when I'd originally booked my first photo shoot and I wasn't, you know, being able to stick to plan and get on top of it. And it's like, if it matters, if it bothers you that much, you do it. It's true, isn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was so, so savage. And I was a bit like, okay, but you know what? I realised it was true. It wasn't bothering me enough to, to sit and do something about it. Because mm -hmm. it is when we do actually... I'm trying to think of a good example. Say you've got like a hundred pounds and you want a new pair of whatever, like you'll find a way to get them. Do you know what I mean? Even if you have to pay your like whatever, if you want something like a, mm -hmm. you'll find a way to pay for it despite all the budget or whatever you need to move mm -hmm. around to do it for some reason. But you've, when it comes to this, what you've got to be, it's got to be for you. Mm -hmm. You can't do a goal for someone else. You've got to do it for you. So, you know, if you've got a client, you know, they want to lose the weight for themselves mm -hmm. or they want to achieve their own fitness goals for themselves, not for you, not because you want them to be able to squat, whatever, not because you want them to be able to lose however much weight. They've, you've got to do it for you. People have got to take accountability mm -hmm. for themselves. Um, where we step in is how you make it realistic. So mm -hmm. if someone comes and they said they want a weight loss goal because of X, Y, and Z, well, when they say to me, oh, I want to lose six stone in six months, well, I might say, okay, well, a realistic time frame would be would be this and we'd address it in a slightly different way but that's a really good point i had one check-in whereby the client addressed that she'd reevaluated her goals completely because they weren't what she actually wanted they were what she thought she wanted mm -hmm. and that had been the biggest wake-up call because she was like i've been on you know on instagram tells me i want this my friends mm -hmm. tell me i want that and this year has been the biggest wake-up call in terms of actually neither of those things this is actually in the in the realms of genetically i cannot achieve that on my body and it was just mm. like a moment of that's not for me and the more time that i'm spending worrying about the fact that i don't have that the less time i'm spending working towards the goals i actually want which are yeah. this and mm. it's just such a penny drop moment but you're totally right you can instill a goal in someone you can yeah. plant you can help plant the seed but I can't say to you, okay, I want you to be able to leg press X by Y date. Like they need to want to do it. Um, and I think that's super, super important. Yeah. Um, Christmas coming up. You're now, I can literally hear like waves or like palm trees <laughs> or whatever it is. It's uh, the palms uh, waving in the wind, yes. <laughs> right. Well, while you're stunning yourself, it's Christmas in a couple of weeks. Um, I know it's going to be so surreal when I land back in Scotland and it's cold and yeah, <laughs> although it's quite surreal here. I was in a shop the other day and 
it was blaring out, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, and the sun was streaming in the window. It was about 25 degrees. I was in my shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> so, yes, quite surreal. Um, where Christmas, um, a notoriously difficult time to die over. This is why I did not want to have a shoot in February. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, notoriously difficult and women I think particularly will be worried about the impact of this time. Mm -hmm. um, any thoughts on this? How to address the festive period generally or just yeah any advice? Um, first of all disconnect from anything on social media which tells you how many burpees you need to do to burn off a mince pie because that is not helpful. Um, no one needs to know how many hours on Stairmaster they need to spend to burn off their Christmas dinner. I'm going to um, tap you in all of these now when I find them. <laughs> I'm going to be like, <laughs> 25 push-ups for one celebration. I know, I know. That's the thing. It drives me insane every year. Um, social media can be good for this type of thing, but it can also be bad. I actually hate every single December when you've got, you've always got those personal trainers who are telling you how many burpees it is, then you've got the other, if everyone's got an opinion, you have to do what is right for you. Um, personally, for me, I don't use December as an excuse to go absolutely tonto. I don't do the screw it, it's Christmas attitude just because... Sorry, for anyone who I, doesn't speak Scottish, that means go off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> <And> yeah. <go>. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so I am... Are you getting your grass cut? Sorry, yes. <laughs> um, I can move, I can move. No, 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 no. no you okay? Oh, okay. This is like the time I thought it would be really idyllic to record a podcast <laughs> on the loveliest sunny day in the park. And if you listen to it, all you can hear is wind. Like, <laughs> all you can hear is wind, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's some drilling going on. Um, no, don't so, go tonto over Christmas. Don't go tonto and use it as an excuse. I think this year it's a wee bit easier because obviously we can't, there's, there's not the same festive um, activities and parties and you're not being forced to down mulled wine and a mince pie at every single occasion but yeah do what works for you personally for me I always stay in a routine I've always since I've been working as a solicitor I've always I've never taken time off I've always taken key dates off obviously Christmas Day Boxing Day 1st 2nd January but I've always worked um, the other days in between that's just my personal preference I've continued to work I've stayed in a routine I've continued to go to the gym I've continued to train uh, and I've allowed myself indulgences on the main days and obviously the odd retreat here or there. That's just personally what does work for me. Um, but yeah, do what works for you. Also remember, it's just food. It's a few days. It's like the anxiety you get when you go on holiday, I think, that, you know, oh, I'm going to go on holiday. I'm going to suddenly eat all this food. I'm, uh, if you ever come back from holiday obese, no, you've not. You've survived. Personally, I've survived 26. This is my 27th. Yeah, 27th Christmas. Have I ever been clinically obese on the 27th of December before? No, I've not. Because, you know, the amount of calories you need to eat to actually gain weight um, is you're not going to gain two stones just because you ate an extra, you know, serving of Christmas dinner or an extra wee mince pie. So bear that in mind as well if you are weighing yourself in any fluctuations or just generally tend to be water and cause you maybe have overindulged, but you're not going to get fat. <laughs> unless you just eat a whole pack of mince pies and a whole pack of celebrations every single day of December. Mm -hmm. really. I think that's an important point to, to make. 
you may gain scale weight. You have not gained fat. Now, let's be really crystal, crystal clear that if you are eating on those key days, gaining weight and gaining fat, exactly as you say, are not the same thing. It'll be repercussions of water. You're eating foods that are not normally, hopefully, in your diet. It'll be the alcohol. It'll be the sodium. It'll be the just the sheer volume. And these are all the things that we just we just don't normally have. And actually, do you know what? I would go as far as to say, do yourself a massive favor and just don't stand on a scale from now until yeah. mid-January. If you are the type of person who would be in any way influenced or you feel like your emotions aren't quite ready to look at that number, who's holding a gun to your head and asking you to weigh yourself? No one. I think it's kind of asking for trouble, really. What do you mm -hmm. think? Yeah, no, I agree. But just at this time of year, just don't be hard on yourself, especially I think after the year we've all had, there's no point in being hard on ourselves um, about it. We deserve to enjoy Christmas and mm -hmm. enjoy the flexibility that we can, the flexibility, <laughs> I say that we're allowed to have and we're allowed to see other people this year. So just enjoy the time that you do have, um, but do what works for you. Don't do what someone on social media who's got a thousand or 10,000 followers says that you should do. They're not you, they don't know you. You do what works for you and what you know. Mm -hmm. I think you're totally right as well about the number last year doing check-ins. Now, the Christmas nights out were starting, and I'm not exaggerating, mid-November. Yeah. Um, and people had them, like, I'll get the girls to plan their week in advance. And they were sending me sometimes up to three, four, five drinks or dinner events a week. Like whether it be Christmas lunches, whether it be drinks with friends, whether it be like, oh, you know, like mini Christmas dinner at so-and-so's house and then, you know, Christmas markets with what, like it was, it was occasion after occasion or event after event. Like you said, you don't have that this year. Mm -hmm. So if ever there was a year to use it to your advantage, yeah, <laughs> now. The exactly. are be, I would imagine people are going to be less hungover, um, less additional days to be, you know, in that surplus or whatever it means. And less tight sequin dresses to fit into because we're not going anywhere. This is the thing. I keep seeing things online and I'm like, oh, that'll be so nice for New Year. Where are you going for New Year, hon? I know you're in the shops and you're like, you know, I admire your optimism. Ta -da! <laughs> my high slip sequined dress on yeah um, if you see me in tesco in that feel you heard it here first and um, <laughs> lots going on for mini mcd pt and mini mcbakes next year all very yes. very exciting and um, this does feel very surreal talking to you while you're tan <laughs> in the sun um, it feels very surreal being here <laughs> just just do online from there I know, I know, if only I could, got the gym just down the road, and oh, I know, it'd be the dream. Oh, <laughs> let's talk after this, let's do a five-year plan. Um, <laughs> how, oh, um, you know, I always finish off with a closing quick-fire round, I'm going to throw some Christmas-themed questions okay. at you. <laughs> Kirsty, Minnie McD, McDermott, what is your Christmas film of choice? Love Actually, it's got to be Love Actually. Which I've not actually yet watched this year. No, you have to watch it when you come home. It would be it right home. with the sun streaming in through the window. <laughs> true, true. Um, what's your Christmas chocolate of choice to go along with that film? Ooh. I 
have been known to inhale quite a lot of celebrations in one go. Um, celebrations and talking about celebrations, is it celebrations you get in it? Yep, the bounty. Are you? I'm a bounty, no, I said it, I'd put it out there, I'm a bounty girl. I'm bounty first, because do they even do the galaxy truffle anymore? I feel like that's not No, big. galaxy truffle's gone. Oh, gone. It's so a Malteser truffle. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bounty girl. Mm-hmm. I remember last year at my office and work, obviously, the celebrations, and I came back from a holiday because I'm always here at this time of year. Came back and the box of celebrations was there, and I was like, yes, there's going to be all the bounty. No, 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 there was another bounty fiend in the office. Another one, there's also And you know who <laughs> each other is. <laughs> I was thinking about season starting this job. I'll never have a work night out again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, if you don't work in an office, you don't get like the classic drunken de- Like we used to drink champagne at our desk at like half 11 in the afternoon. Yeah. Like, you, you it was always the day of the Christmas like, party. The days are right off, I remember, you know, it's like nine o'clock, I'm getting a bacon roll. We'll start as a week to go yeah. for the day. Yeah, um, I've got a Zoom Christmas party next week. <laughs> Do you actually, is that yeah, I actually do. We've got a work Zoom Christmas party. So, um, you getting dressed up? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you still love it. Ours wouldn't um, let us have our Christmas night until the 23rd. That was always, <laughs> it was really, really late. Um, we used to drink champagne at our desks. And yeah, like people used to like bring stuff in in the morning and start, used to go to the chip every single year. Champagne <laughs> and go to the chip and nice. you'd stumble or and more and then you'd stumble home after. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, are you a Christmas jammies or a Christmas day dress up kind of girl? always been a Christmas day dress up because we've always gone visiting the family on Christmas uh-huh. day um so I've never had an excuse to sit at home in my jammies so this will be the first year I've ever been at home and I'm quite anxious I don't know what to do <laughs> um so I don't know maybe I will go to Tesco and splash out on a sequin dress <laughs> in the room I trained last year. They let us go in and train last year, and it's the best leg session I've ever done. It was fuel. It was literally fueled by like bacon rolls and like yeah. so many chocolates. Um, I have threatened to do that to my mum and dad. I've told them I'm just going to go train, but we'll see. It builds up the appetite. It really, really does. Um, favorite Christmas song? What Christmas song gets you in the mood? I do love a classic um, fairy tale of New York. Um, we're not allowed to play anymore have you heard this Radio 2 I think can play the original version but Radio 1 have to play a different version oh because the demographic is younger is that what it is I don't understand maybe I I don't know maybe like the old people in Radio 2 don't get offended as much (laughs) (laughs) wow I don't know there's there is something about that um so I do love the classic um I have had the Christmas playlist on whilst I've been here though um, which is very cheesy with, what is it, Britney Spears. Um, oh, yeah. She's got a Christmas one and Ariana Grande, <laughs> Santa yeah. Tell Me. I wrap so, my uh, presents to that playlist, like the Spotify top Christmas. Yeah. I wrap my presents, listen to the Spotify playlist and watch um, the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special. Oh, That's when I know it's like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Usually on Christmas Eve. Thank <laughs> you. Um, are you a giver or a taker when it comes to Christmas? A giver, um, definitely. I mean, my mum asked me yesterday, she went, what do you want for Christmas? Nothing. Oh crap, <laughs> that's my next my question. <laughs> What's on your Christmas list? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I told her I want my council tax paid. 
<laughs> Pretty much, just something that I'm not going to pay for by myself. So you're laughing, that's why I was late, because I was on the phone to the bank paying my tax bill. Like, what is it? I know, so, uh, no, I like to, yeah, treat people and, yes, no, definitely, I give her. It's quite difficult this year. I know, we've not seen anyone to, <laughs> to give I think my clients, like, what are you getting, your mum and dad? What are you getting, these two, but what are you getting that? Just trying to collect all the information. <laughs> give us um, some ideas. Really hard. Um, well, at least you've had shops up in Dundee. We've had no shops in Glasgow. <laughs> when, when do you think the last time I went to a shop? <laughs> at least you had the option I had the option I never went. and I only know this because one of my clients said something about oh and I just bought the skirt and obviously I couldn't try it on and I was like oh, wait, why can you try it on she went, the changing rooms haven't been open in about six months where have you yeah. been and I was like oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a quick click ASOS mm-hmm. gal like just send me this um, anyway it has been wonderful to catch up I'm so so yes. of your current <laughs> set up honestly um we will definitely um catch up for real when you're back definitely when we can finally catch up (laughs) nicola stops ruining our plans we've actually had this plan in place uh, three different times three different times three different weekends anyway yeah Um, since september we've been rearranging it umpteen times since september I'm like the longest date you've ever had to wait for. Um, no, um, we will, and we'll also need to chat everyone through when we eventually do do our photo shoot, what that involved. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting as well for, cause you've done half this photo shoot prep yourself and the second half of the coach, it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts that's from that and your experiences and what you've learned from that actually. No, I should have, oh, so I'm working with lean bodies, so shout out Callan, we'll probably never listen to this, but if he ever does, um, we are working together and he is, I, he said something about, oh, how's this week been? And the only way I could describe the training plan was humbling. Like, <laughs> I was blowing out of my absolute arse. And I can't even, it's just, I dread it. You know what, do you ever go into sessions and you're like, I'm a little bit scared of this? Yeah. We have that, like, and I'm like, I'm a little bit scared of what this is going to do to me, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel every single session. So, um, yeah, put me through my paces, and I'm doing that thing now where I'm like, am I allowed a cheat meal? Am I allowed more food? Am I allowed more calories? What's he going to do? Um, but also, I think you might be able to relate to this. You can't take check-in photos at five in the morning at the moment, so I'm having to get up go to the gym group, take my clothes off in the shower, in the disabled shower, and do the photos in that light because it's Oh no! Because I can't do it at home, they just- like, I know. Do you know what, because if it's I get up and I don't take them till it's light, I've been up for three hours, I've had five coffees, like, no, yeah. you know what I mean, you're a bit puffy. You're starving. Yeah, you're starving <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> you just look like, yeah. So I'm getting up, going to the gym and taking my photos in the shower, which is really glamorous. <laughs> when you've got your the glamorous things that we do, it's like when I'm competing on show day, the amount of, you know, bathrooms I've been in. <laughs> And she just strip completely starkers in a public toilet <laughs> so your coach can check you out. And and do, do you also it's so glamorous. That, like before actually he came on board and I was doing my own and we were actually, we weren't too far away from actually doing um, when we thought it was on. I was doing quite a lot of cardio 
And it's like all social convention goes out the window. I stopped washing my hair. I stopped even drawing my eyebrows on. Because I'm like, I literally have to sweat again in another half hour. Like, if you think that I'm going to put any effort in here, you're very, very mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know you're in the depths of prep and it's, uh, as a, my coach calls it, a council shower. <laughs> yes. I was doing you just use the wet wipes. I was doing we're that. disgusting, we're horrible. Because we're horrible like, human beings. I was showering three times a day and I was like, this is not, I'm gonna... Anyway, so this is not how I thought this was going to go. If anyone wants to know about my showering habits. I know. People um, will be looking at us next to them and go, oh, I'm glad I have to socially distance from you. You don't shower and wash your hair. Why do you think I wear so much perfume? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm really kidding. This talk will be too difficult. No. Um, we're going to catch up very, very um, enjoy the rest of your time in the sun. Thank you. I'm so jealous of your tan, which is not from a sunbed. Right. Um, <laughs> I did have a good V tan. You can tell I've got more of a tan lay under my Fitbit somewhere. You're mm. so hashtag fitness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, speak soon. Speak soon. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Kirsty, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I do really, really love these. It's great to chat to everyone with someone that you know quite well. It's just really, really easy. It's just nice to, even though I'm very jealous of uh, of the tan and the being in Spain, but um, yeah, really, really great. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you very soon. What's going on in camp? Um, Coaching with Caroline news, for those of you who know, who've been following that, I've got more interest in the transformation of the flat than I have in any I think prep or physique of my own which um, maybe I made a mistake going down the going down the PT route and not the, the design route well you can have both can't you um no the um I'm moving I'm moving this week very very exciting anyone who has ordered a CWC merch it will be with you in time for Christmas I shall hopefully have it in my hands tomorrow um and it will be with you in time for those Christmas gifts. Shout out to all the male other halves, all the other halves, buying PT fitness, merch, PT packages, sessions, like all these things for their other halves. Not in like a, it's a funny one, isn't it? If you buy someone a block of PT for the Christmas, what are you saying? Um, No, I'm all for it. And it's just a really, really thoughtful thing to do. I think in a wee bit outside the box. I know this year is really difficult in terms of presents and gifts and things so if you want to give the gift of fitness you can have me I will even wear a bow um no I'm kidding um but yeah that being said if I am not on another podcast between now and then have a wonderful wonderful Christmas um, I plan to sit on the floor I have one seat I plan to sit on my solitary seat in my new flat drinking mulled wine watching love actually but I hope you have a splendid time and for all of my clients both online and one-to-one I will see you in the gym in January